What is up, you guys and gals? This is your friend Gerardo from The Nerdwork, again with the Catch Podcast on this very special, very special Friday edition of the, uh, of the podcast. So, yeah, the reason I'm doing this one on a Friday, uh, it's last night, the Game Awards happened. If you aren't, if you don't keep up with well, what's going on, it's basically just what it sounds like. It's an awards show. Uh, it's out to celebrate, you know, uh, the games of the year, developers, uh, personalities and you know it's 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 a good time i was i was very much looking forward to it after the one from last year um so going back a few years ago i mean the game awards have been a thing for a while but they used to be hosted on spike and back then you know the award show was really i don't know if you go back and look at them they were pretty cringeworthy they kind of didn't real appeal to us gamers they kind of did some really dumb stuff like there was some i figure out who it was like some guy was like teabagging other people on stage and it was it was horrible but uh, since then you know jeff Keeley, he's the guy who's kind of been behind uh, all these awards show um he put together the game awards last year with the help of uh you know uh, outsourcing funds for it but anyway so yeah the last year was in vegas this year was in la uh and again uh yeah it was really cool they had you know awards for you know best narrative best game of the year uh, gaming personality training gamer uh and so on and you know the show was actually legit it just felt it felt good i mean it felt like they put a lot of care into it um the quality and the presentation was really well done if you get a chance i think they posted the the show in its entirety on youtube so just do a search for it uh i ended up it was all over it was on twitch it was on youtube on xbox on psn uh yeah there was there was a on go 90 it's like a new app there they were pushing so yeah if, if you want to watch it it was everywhere <clears throat> so i'm just gonna go over a couple of the announcements a couple of the of the key moments in the show and just give you my thoughts and you know and just let me know what you guys thought if you guys end up watching it and uh so here goes so the first part of the, uh it started off with like a new uh cinematic trailer for uncharted uh charter four uh a thief's end and if you guys picked up the nathan drake collection actually it was the beta multiplayer beta was supposed to start today friday but actually started day early so if you have that get on it let me know what you think so the um yeah so throughout the show they made a couple of reveals a couple of announcements so the first one was uh the first reveal of the night was telltale making a, a batman game so if you're not familiar with telltale games they're known for making episodic games from various franchises um most recently they're known for making the walking dead season one and two which is my personal favorite it's awesome if you're a fan of the series or the comics check it out it's very very good uh tales of the borderlands the wolf among us game of thrones minecraft story mode and uh next they're doing uh one based on marvel properties um so they showed a quick teaser on the on the game awards uh it had showed like comic book style artwork narrated by you know there was just kind of like just background chatter of people from gotham and just kind of just you can kind of hear just whispers of like oh they're talking about the virtues of both bruce wayne and batman um i'm sure it'll be out sometime in 2016 you know they're still i think they're done with the game of thrones game uh the next up is the marvel game i just mentioned but yeah uh who knows how it's gonna go i mean most of the games have a follow a similar formula it's kind of like a point click adventure i mean usually the narrative the stories are really well done it it, it has the curse of always kind of dropping in quality or the fourth episode always being like the worst one for some reason i don't know what it is but yeah if you get a chance definitely check out walking dead uh, i played the first episode of the wolf among us and uh, tales from the borderlands were great definitely check those out if you get a chance uh next reveal was uh we got a first look at far cry primal so 
I believe back in, I want to say either E3 or Gamescom, when I'm mixing them up. So, uh, Far Cry Primal is the next entry in the Far Cry series. Uh, 3 was on last gen. Uh, 4 was actually all consoles. And But this time, uh, well, the, and before, the combat was centered around, you know, weapons, machine guns, you know, modern weapons. Uh, but this one's actually, just like the title says, it's in a more primitive time. So now you're going to have bears, saber-toothed tigers, mammoths coming after you. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see more primitive weaponry, you know, spears, bow, and arrows. Uh, and the game looks, it looks, it looks really good. It's, like I said, it's, again, it's going to be, you know, a more primitive setting. And, you know, it's going to be great. Uh, I don't think I've played anything like that since, I want to say Turok, but even then there was guns on there and human-looking dinosaurs. That, that was a very bad example. So this, please disregard that. I mean, I kind of wish they would have gone and announced, uh, you know, Blood Dragon 2. That was a really random, uh, really cool uh spin-off they did of Far Cry. It was like a shooter based like very much like on eighties action movies. It was pretty silly. And I think I think that's this month's uh one of this month's uh, free PSN uh plus free games for the PS3. I'll have to go back and check. I'll include that on the podcast on Monday. So the first award uh of the night was for the game for uh, best narrative and uh it went to the game Her Story which uh it was I never even heard of it. Um, it was like uh, not even on my radar, but you know, after hearing about it, you know, I I do enjoy games with uh, good narrative, you know, good story. So you know, it's something I'd have to add to my uh, backlog of games. So in this game, uh, players use a database. So it's pr- pretty crazy. It's kind of it's all done like in a uh, full motion video. It's like actual video, like uh, of a person. So the way the way it works, it's in the game. You use a uh, players use a database of police video clips. Uh, to solve the case of a missing man. Uh, during the course of the game, the main character, you go through like, you know, interview tapes, and they're not categorized. You have to look for them using specific keywords uh, to get them from that database. So the tapes center on a woman uh, who, over the course of, you know, several interviews, you know, she's being talked to by detectives being questioned regarding the murder of the missing man, which is her husband. So it's, it's, it's kind of like it's, if you played uh, Eleanor, you know, you kind of, I guess that's not a good example either. I mean, in that game, you kind of just interrogate people. You use clues you find throughout the game to, and you kind of, you know, uh, focus on their facial expressions and on their body language. But uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, it's it's pretty interpretive. You you um, so the several key facts are omitted entirely for the sake of the story, and you know during your interviews, you kind of like piece together clues here and there, and you know then you kind of think, oh maybe you know, say if she mentioned like going to the store or something. You'll write like a uh, store or whatever, and then maybe you know there might be a clue such as like you know surveillance tapes or you know um, you know statement from a witness or something. And you know it's pretty and uh, it's it's pretty uh, pretty sound, cool sounding game, and it forces you to figure out you know context of the answers answers yourself. So yeah, so her story got the award for that one. Uh, next up was the award for uh, training gamer. Uh, so the winner was Greg Miller. So if you're not familiar with Greg Miller, uh, let me give you some background on him real quick. So, uh, him and a couple of dudes from IGN. Uh, so if you followed IGN back in the day, they, Greg Miller, along with Colin Morgard and a couple of other people, they hosted a podcast called Podcast Beyond, uh, which was a, a Sony podcast. And then, uh, in late 2014, early 2015, actually, they spun off, started their own company called, uh, Kind of Funny. They have a couple of podcasts. So they do, you know, the Kind of Funny Games casts. They do Game Over Greggy show. Um, they have uh, 
they have a lot of cool stuff. The really cool guys, you know, I've been going back and uh, listening to a lot of their podcasts and gotten felt you almost feel like you got to know them since you hear a lot of their personal stories, a lot of their uh, just interactions, and you know, it's 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 an awesome group. So, anyway, so yeah, he went up uh, up against a couple other personalities like you know PewDiePie, Mark Pelier, and a couple of the other a couple other ones. So, uh, so this is actually a really cool moment in the night. So when he went up there. He won after winning, being handed the award. He talks about you know beating Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and he's going to the credits, and there was a name that showed up. So instead of just reading you the whole transcript, I'm just gonna play you a little uh, the speech he gave, and it's it's pretty awesome. So uh, check it out. Uh, I'll do the, Jeff. I'll do the first part really fast. Beyond. Uh... Thank you to the thousands of kind of funny best friends who voted for me. Thank you to my parents for never trying to talk me out of doing video game journalism. Thank you to my beautiful girlfriend, Christine, who is okay is okay with her apartment being a production studio. And of course, thank you to Nick, Tim, Colin, and Kevin for helping me live this dream that is kindoffunny.com. But more importantly, the person I'd like to thank is Nicole Tan. Nicole Tan is an environment artist for Crystal Dynamics. I have never met Nicole Tan. I beat Rise of the Tomb Raider this weekend, saw her name go through the credits, along with dozens of other names I didn't recognize, and this happens all the time. Every time I finish a game, hundreds of names I don't know. So today, I'm the trending gamer. I am a duly elected representative of you, the gamers. So on behalf of the gamers, I want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone in this room that makes video games. Thank you to everyone at the home right now, directors, producers, writers, animators who make video games. Hell, thank you to the guy who's working on a Maya project right now and won't see this till it's on YouTube tomorrow. We all know that making a game is not a glamorous life. It is long hours. It's time away from your family. And no matter what, when the game's out, someone on the internet is going to be mean to it. I'm sure it comes down every day. Somebody says, is this worth it? And I want you to know that on behalf of the millions of lives you change, it is worth it. Thank you for making games. I would not be the person, we would not be the people we are today if it wasn't for video games. So thank you, each and every one of you who do, does this, makes video games. Thank you for your arts and know that we are forever in your debt. Pretty pretty awesome, man. It was a great speech. Uh, you know, you kind of feel pumped, you know, kind of feel like glad to be a part of like an industry of a community, you know, this kind of this gaming culture and you know he he said he just put it you know what i what i thought and you know that's it kind of you know kind of makes you think you know um you know doing these podcasts and doing writing um the gaming posts on the network.net you know it kind of kind of makes me kind of mold and think of the kind of like person i want to be online um you know, a lot of times you look at these, like, um, you know, YouTubers and writers and blog bloggers and stuff, and, you know, a lot of them become cynical. They become kind of, like, really judgmental. They're not, they're kind of, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm, like, making any sense, but, you know, um, I like to be the kind of person that, you know, is, like, trustworthy. You know, I, I worked at GameStop for several years, and during that time, you know, I gave people advice. You know, I told people, you know, buy this game, don't buy that, you know. And a lot of times people come back and go, oh, man, yeah, you kind of save me money by, you know, not selling me this shitty game or shitty accessory or whatever, you know. And in that time, you know, you build trust. And, you know, that's what I hope to do uh, with this outlet. And just talking to you guys. And just, um, oh man, yeah, again, with the Greg Miller, you know, he went off to do 
uh, kind of funny. So, I mean, these guys went from a job at IGN. They had job security. They had benefits. They had everything. And, you know, they felt that they were, you know, they just weren't into it that much. They, they kind of had a better time doing their own thing, um, uh, doing their own thing on their own terms. And so, yeah, they left IGN. They, they created kind of funny. And uh, it's, yeah, it was, it's Greg Miller, Colin Moriarty. Uh, uh, it's uh, Nick Scarpino and Tim Gettys. And, you know, it's it's a great group. If you get a chance, you know, go, go listen to the podcast. It's great. They come up with some really awesome random topics and, it's a good time. Check them out. So yeah, congrats to Greg Miller to for winning uh, Training Gamer the uh, Training Gamer Award. So next up, uh, Psychonauts Two was announced, kind of. So you know, Tim Schafer they showed like a, a teaser trailer. Tim Schafer uh, came out to announce that the game will happen via crowdfunding. So um, yeah, they have announced a sequel. The game's about yeah, it's about ten years old already since it came out. It's an adventure platformer. Um, so if you're not familiar with the game, a young psychic named uh, Rasputin. Uh, he ran away from the circus to join a group of psychic secret agents. And in that game, you have the ability to dive into people's minds. And, you know, the game ended in a cliffhanger. And so fans, you know, undoubtedly have been clamoring for a follow-up. So it's going to be crowdfunding through, a, not. it's not going to be through Kickstarter or anything. It's a new one called Fig. So I uh, couldn't find too much info about it. It's a platform that lets players actually become investors. So he was explaining on stage that, you know, what if the game makes money, you know, investors make money. Just how in any... Uh, invest how investment works so uh, i'll have to look into it and see how that that's going to work so double find they're looking to raise uh 3.3 million dollars and the rest of its uh, budget is going to be contributed by double find itself and outside investors uh it's still an early pre-production it's later for the shooting for like a fall 2018 release and uh as of when i uh, when i looked this up it was like around 11 30 thursday night and they were already at about Five hundred eighty-three thousand. Uh, they had different tiers, so I mean, with any kind of like crowdfunded um, thing, uh, they have different tiers for you know, as from ranging from like thank yous and the credits to you know uh, physical physical awards like artwork, signed uh, signed posters, and so on. Uh, so yeah, if you're interested in, in contributing to that, do a search on uh, for for this. I think you can find it on on the Double Fine website. And in the uh, one really interesting thing I found in the in the frequently asked questions, it said um, if there was going to be a Brutal Legend two, and the answer they gave is that they always wanted sequels for both Psychonauts and Brutal Legend. So depending on how the the crowdfunding goes for this game, you know, it's if it's successful, then obviously they're going to look into using this uh, format to fund a, a Brutal Legend two. Uh, so next they announced uh, I forgot who the guy was from Bethesda, Elder Scrolls Online. It's um, so it's pretty cool. So they actually, so if you sign up, pay for the game, I think right now it's on sale for like thirty bucks uh, on digital format. Um, so players between now and January tenth, if you play, they're actually giving away a million dollars to players. So three million bucks for if you're playing Elder Scrolls Online right now. Um, first musical performance of the night uh, was Churches. They performed the song uh, "Leave a Trace" from the new album. Uh, it's a great band. Uh, my first exposure to them, exposure to them was uh, it was the main song from I want to say Catching Fire from the Hunger Games movies. Uh, I forgot what the song was called. But if you get a chance to, if you're not too familiar with them, listen to the Nerdist podcast for um when he, when Chris Harvick interviewed the singer Lauren Mabry. It was an awesome, awesome podcast, awesome interview. Uh, check it out. And then then right after the performance, they gave you the award for best indie game to Rocket League. So, a little bit, I'll go back, uh, mention some stuff about Rocket League in just a bit. Uh, next up, 
That was a memorial for um, Satoru Iwata, uh, Nintendo's uh, one of Nintendo executive that passed away earlier this year. So um, Jeff talked about uh, about talked about him, and uh, they showed a tribute video. Uh, President of Nintendo uh, America Reggie Fizeme came out, and you know some some kind words about him. He described him as unique, as a Renaissance man who understood software design and business. Um, how he understood all the areas, and he was accomplished in each one. Um, in his career as a as a game designer, he brought us Kirby. He also originated the, the DS and the Wii. And he was his boss and mentor, mentor, and he wanted, wanted Nintendo to put smiles on people's faces and make them feel young. So, and he, quote, and he said, quote, If you were to design the perfect person to lead a video game company, uh, you'd want someone to understand electrical engineering, who understood software design, and who understood business. Not many can claim this broad background, but Mr. Iwata did. The man was fearless. Remember how you felt when you first heard the name Wii? Um, actually, I do. I remember when it uh, first of all was supposed to be like the Re- not the revolution. It was something. It was it was a much better name than Wii. And but as you know, in hindsight, you know, made a ton of money. You could have called it whatever. It's all the time. So yeah, and I remember when I first heard when he died. I was actually at the last day of sending a Comic Con. I was with a group of friends, and I was going to my Twitter feed. I was like, oh man, like Satori Wada died, and. One of the guys in our group, Mario, he's one of the writers on on the site. He was like super bummed out. They said he was his favorite dev, his favorite uh, Nintendo executive, and yeah, what a way to end, what a way to end a fun week. Uh, next up, Developer of the Year award went to CD Projekt Red for The Witcher Three. Uh, they made the trip all the way from Poland, and yeah, the game was in development for about three years. It went against uh, Bloodborne, Fallout Four, Metal Gear Solid Five, and uh, Super Mario Maker. Um, out of out of all those, I played all except Fallout 4 and uh, Super Mario Maker. Uh, I think it, I don't know. It, it's a very good game. You know, it's it pushed the boundaries of the power of the PS4 and then the Xbox One. Uh, for an open world game, it looked really really good. Uh, something that you most open world games suffer from is from detail, since it is an open world and you kind of get a free pass for that. But you know, The Witcher made it work. It, made, it looked really really good. And it's that game takes forever. And like I put in like not not that much, ten hours, because right after that. Batman Arkham Knight came out, and you know my focus went to that. But you know I still like to go back and uh, give it another try. It was awesome. So, congrats to CD Projekt Red. Uh, so next up, uh, Harmonix came out and announced uh, Rock Band VR. So this is pretty pretty random. Um, so it's gonna be available for the Oculus Rift in early 2016. Uh, so the founder of Oculus came out and talked about you know uh, a Rock Band experience with bands on stage. So. If you've seen how you know these VR headsets work, you know it's a head-mounted display. When you look around, you kind of see what happens in the game world. So, say if you're on stage, uh, if you look behind you, you know you see the drummer. If you look left and right, you know you'll see your your bassist and your and your guitar player. And it looked pretty weird. I mean, kind of like. And but what was funny is when you look down instead of a real guitar, you saw you saw a rock band guitar. So yeah, so no more on that. Probably later on. But yeah, so that's that's a neat thing that's happening. Uh, next up, Xbox's uh, Phil Spencer came out. You know, he talked about loving being part of the industry and so on. And he uh, named the nominees for Best Art Direction, which went to Ori and the Blind Forest, which looks... I haven't played it. I don't have an Xbox One, but, you know, it looks gorgeous. And it's an Xbox One exclusive, so uh, that's why I can't play it. Uh, next world premiere was uh, Shadow Complex Remastered. Um, Chair, the developers announced it's available on PC, and it's going to be coming to consoles in early 2016. And actually, if you have a PC, it's it's an older game. It came out as, as a downloadable arcade game on the 360 a few years back. And he announced that it's available as a free download. Um, you got to go to shadowcomplex.com. Uh, if you go to the 
post on nerdwork.net for this. Um, I have a link on the bottom, so you can scroll down and download it there. Um, next up, uh, the voice of uh, Big Boss, Kiefer Sutherland from Metal Gear Solid 5 came out. He gave, uh, presented the award for Industry Icon, which went to Westwood Studios. So um, the founders of Westwood Studios, Louis Castle, um, Brett Sperry. So they just imagine kind of like gaming's jobs in Wozniak. They made Dune 2, uh, which led to Warcraft. They also made, you know, Command and Conquer. Um, you know, they, they pretty much the originators of real-time strategy games. And uh, within in, in that time, uh, before they got bought by EA in 98, they made like 40 games. So, yeah, uh, congrats on that, guys. Uh, next is, um, so they announced, this is real quick, they announced uh, new downloadable characters for Mortal Kombat 10. It's going to include um, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw uh, and Xenomorph from Aliens. So now you can be able to do that Predator Alien uh, face off in Mortal Kombat. A uh, character named Boracho and Triborg. So Boracho is uh, described as a master of drunken fist, which kind of sounds like Boracho in Spanish, which means, you know, drunk. And uh, Triborg is a ma- kind of like a mixture of Cyrax, Sector, and uh, a robot smoke. And they're tentatively arriving first quarter of 2016. Uh, next up, Psyonix is bringing uh, Rocket League to the Xbox One in uh, February 2016 with Gears and Halo-inspired vehicles. So, yeah, back I believe back in August, July or August, it was one of the free games for uh, PSN Plus. It's an awesome game. It's a lot of fun. They've introduced a lot of new stuff, like new vehicles, modifiers that changes stuff in the map. It's a great time. Played it with friends, and we always go back to it. It's pretty cool. Check it out if you haven't already. Next up, uh, Mark Hamill came out and presented the best award for best action adventure game to Metagross Solid 5. Um, Kiefer Sutherland came up and accepted, Keith Sutherland came up and accepted for uh, Hidel Kojima on his behalf. And the game also won best con- uh, soundtrack. So, so this is one of the, another big moment uh, of the night. So, right after that, you know, you would have expected to, you know, Hidel Kojima, you know, the creator and the visionary behind the Metal Gear Solid series to come up and accept the game, but, and so I'm going to read you what, uh, what Chief Keeley said. So as you notice, said Keeley, uh, Hideo Kojima is not here with us tonight, and I want to tell you a little about that. Uh, Mr. Kojima had every intention of being with us tonight, but unfortunately, he was informed by a, le- by a lawyer representing Konami just recently that he would not be allowed to travel to tonight's award ceremony to accept any awards. Um, so yeah, if you haven't kept up with the news, um, you know, Hideo Kojima and Konami had a fallout. They he just stayed all throughout the end of development time of uh, development cycle for Metal Gear Solid Five, and he has a non compete clause to, going on to December, which means um, he can't go work anywhere or do anything representative of the company until December, which technically we're still in December. So that might explain you know, why he wasn't able to get to the game awards. But you know, anyway, you know, this is kind of a dick move by Konami for sure. Uh, I mean, even though it's in the contract, yeah, but, you know, it's Tato Kojima, it's his series, essentially, and it's just, it's a, it's a bad move for them, it makes them look, like, really, you know, it's it making them really bad, really, I don't know, it's, it's horrible, it's, you know, you can't do that to someone that pretty much put your company on the map, pretty much, it's, it's Tato Kojima, you know, it's, if you know, if you know the, the guy, you know, you know why this is a big deal. But after, right after that, um, Stephanie Justin, uh, she came up and sang uh, Quiet Steam. For not for whether she's actually who the character Quiet is modeled after. So it, it was pretty cool. Uh, next up, Jade, Jade Raymond from EA, uh, formerly Ubisoft, came up from EA Motive. Um, she gave the award for uh, best performance, and it was it was kind of a it was it was pretty funny since Kiefer Sutherland was in the audience and he voiced um, Big Boss in the latest game, and she gave a shout out to um, 
iconic Snake voice actor David Hayter. So that was that was a funny little awkward moment right there. So and lastly, again, forgive me the year again. I think I already mentioned it. Witcher three. So yeah, I mean that was pretty much it for the awards. Actually, this went longer than than I thought it was gonna go. So yeah, no, it was a really good show. Um, I'm hoping they do come back for 2016. Uh, I think Jeff Keighley actually said, yeah, there there might be another 2016. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, and then next on Saturday morning is uh, PlayStation Experience uh, keynote. So um, we'll be covering that on the podcast on Monday. Uh, again, if there's any topics, anything you want to hear about uh, before Monday's podcast, you know, hit me up, send send us any messages on our social network accounts on at Nerdwork Tweets on Twitter, on at the Nerdwork on Instagram, or just like our Facebook page, uh, just search for the Nerdwork, you know, like our page, you'll get notices of when new stuff goes up. And, you know, something to run polls, we'll have contests. So, yeah, make sure you're in on that. And, you know, and uh, that's it. Yeah. Let me know what you guys thought of the awards. And have a good night. See you again on Monday.